welcome to the Fertility Conversations podcast. The goal of this podcast is to create more awareness about infertility and to provide support to people trying to conceive. Thank you for listening today, and we hope you will be encouraged. And now, here is your host, Ola. Welcome to another episode of Fertility Conversations. Today we are joined by a lovely guest, an amazing friend of mine, my sister, a wonderful mm-hmm. queen, um, Phyllis. She's also known as a fibroid queen. She keeps us educated, informed, enlightened about fibroids on Instagram, on all that we need to know, even on Facebook as well. And she has an amazing community. So really glad and pleased to have you here with us today, Phyllis. Thank you so much. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much, Ola. Appreciate it. Thank you. And so to start off, usually say, tell us a little bit about yourself as much or as mm-hmm. little as you'd like to say. Absolutely. Well, again, thank you for opening a, your platform for me to share my story. And I hope you all listening leave here feeling empowered and supported and knowing where to go when it comes to how to address fibroids for long-lasting results. And as Ola said, my name is Phyllis, and I really want to start off with what I see the most in this this community when it comes to um, the standard management. And this may be you, you know, you may have gotten a myomectomy. So usually it's it's a surgery where you're opened up. They go in and remove the fibroids off your uterus and not realizing that, you know what, they can grow back. You you go through that major surgery and you're like, well, I'm glad that's over with. Right. And not realizing lo and behold, that those suckers can come back like a vengeance. It's like that creepy ex-boyfriend who (laughs) just keeps coming back. Right. And, you know, when you least expect it. So what are fibroids? They are abnormal growths. They are bumps. You know, let's leave the medical lingo. Let's just keep it simple. They are encapsulated bumps. They can be small or big that are filled with toxins and other things that have been collected on the uterus. It's like a garbage dump um, type of analogy as things have collected in your body that have not been released or have not been well moved, uh, circulation, uh, congestion, lymphatic system that adds to this growth. Um, one thing I want to share about myself is that I've been through what you've been through, sis. I can relate. Um, and my goal is to, I would say my mission is to help women coach, lead them on a path to becoming a better version of themselves at the same time, continuing to heal their womb. That is my overall mission because at the end of the day, I'm going to share with you my story and just different things that you may not know, but I'm doing this for you. This is not for me. This is for you and the millions of women that are suffering, that are in fibroid suffering and don't know that there is this hope of not having to go through these endless 
these surgeries only to result in losing their uterus. And, you know, just tapping in and learning how your lifestyle, your mindset, the food you're eating, how you move your body, all of that plays a role in the fibroid progression. So we really want to build that awareness. I want to help you tap inward so that way you can start to become aware of these things and understand, you know what? I don't have to play victim anymore. I don't have to keep calling these fibroids monsters. I, I, I don't have to keep allowing the narrative from these doctors, these healthcare practitioners to say, oh, it's the fibroids, it's the fibroids. But what's really fueling the fibroids is what we can't see. And, and that's what I'm here to share, Ola. Wonderful. We are so glad, so blessed to have you here with us because again, fibroids is something that, like you said, millions of people are dealing with across the globe. And it's such a problem. People, like you said, have the surgeries thinking, well, that's dealt with. And then, you know, the next scan, it's, it's grown, come back even grown even bigger than before. Uh, so it's so important mm -hmm. that we get the right information, which is why you're here. So thank you for being here. Uh, how did Fibroid Queen start up? Perhaps you want to share your story and how you decided to start this amazing platform and community and uh, all that you've uh, done so far. So please share your story with Fibroids and um, we can go from there. Thank you. My pleasure, Ola, my pleasure. So I was diagnosed with fibroids in my late 20s. It was after nursing school. And at that time, it was a small bump. So very small, quarter-sized fibroid. I actually knew before I begged the doctor for an ultrasound um, that I had fibroids growing, or had a fibroid growing on my uterus. As, as, as a young child, I was able to witness my mom go through the pain and suffering with fibroids. So I know that energetically played a huge role as they say, you know, fibroids is hereditary, but that's not the only thing. Um, there's a lot of trauma that I felt like I dealt with that wasn't addressed. So it was a small bump. The doctor said, you know what, Phyllis, just monitor. You know, there's nothing we can do right now. Just monitor, watch and wait. If they cause more issues, then come back and see me pretty much. And looking back, that was just a recipe for disaster. As I didn't address them, I didn't know how to address them. I didn't do anything about it. I just watched and wait, like the doctor said, and they continued to grow like weeds in the grass. You take the lawnmower, you cut them, the weeds grow back. If you don't get the fertilizer, they got to keep growing back. So that's what happened. I, I watched and wait all right. And as time went on, hormonally, I was running into issues. Um, and I'm sure the fibroids were just growing bigger and bigger. Um, I developed high cholesterol, um, weight gain. I mean, you name it. And um, heavy bleeding, pain. And to top it off, uh, my primary doctor was like, oh, Phyllis, you need to be on high cholesterol medication um, for the rest of your life. And I was like, what? I mean, come on. Like, I'm only in my 20s, right? So who wants to be on medication for the rest of their life? <laughs> you know, exactly. yeah. not me, right? Okay. So at first I thought, you know what? Working out, 
exercise is the answer. That's what I thought, right? So I got into the bodybuilding industry, right? That's a crazy idea. But I really believe in fate as I ran into this bodybuilding coach at the gym and she must've saw something in me and was like, you know what? You should compete. I was so doubtful. I was like, no, but I ended up joining her program to not only drop the weight and improve my cholesterol, my um, cholesterol levels, but also um, really trust that she was going to help me. Right. So Ola, I was able to drop 30 pounds. Wow. <laughs> For those that are listening, have you ever dropped 30 pounds before? It's like <laughs> yeah. trying That's to a- outrun a, a cheetah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know? So, and I was competing on stage as a bikini athlete. Yeah. And wow. let me tell you. You have so many faces, Felix. <laughs> Ola, let me tell you, that was not easy. I mean, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was not easy, but having a bodybuilding coach, um, helped me just overcome it and, and, and really just remain consistent and talk about a confidence boost girl. Yeah. I thought I was on cloud nine. Mm-hmm. I lost all this way. I was like, let's go. <laughs> a whole new world opened up for me. And um, through all the sweat-soaked workouts, the carefully planned meals, I was I was mostly eating a lot of meat, um, as I am Ghanaian. So you know, a lot of meat with every meal has been mm-hmm. something we've been conditioned <laughs> to believe. You know, my parents come to town. Where's the meat? Um, exactly. The meat? I need more. <laughs> I need more. And the thing is, they know I have a different lifestyle. So. Um, I was eating a lot of meat and um, I had gained a lot of discipline. I was like the discipline of a soldier. I was like, man, this is working, right? And I had this newfound confidence and it really led me to pursue a career as a personal trainer. So I decided to move that direction as I was dedicated to helping others overweight, overcome their, their weight struggles like I did. And, um, it was, it was something that really became more of a passion. So, Ola, I know you can relate, you know, being an African, you know, from Nigeria, you know, whack, whack, whack. Right. So (laughs) not only was I working as a nurse, two jobs, I was training clients, girl. Yes. And getting ready for a show. So that went on for years. When did you sleep? When did I sleep? Who has time to sleep? <laughs> right? My gut health wasn't all the way there. I realized that I wasn't going to the bathroom bathroom as I should. There was a lot of little missing pieces that were happening throughout my body that was causing a lot of buildup of congestion, inflammation, all of that stuff. So I had a lot going on. Not only that, the bodybuilding industry was very toxic um, to me, my perception of it as not only was I vibrating low emotionally, I had a lot going on, lack of sleep, you know, it just really affected me mentally, but 
I noticed that I was becoming very sensitive to being constantly judged on stage. On stage, it was very subjective as we had a lot of males, you know, and it wasn't really a diverse array of males, right? A lot of Caucasians. And it's like, oh, your booty's too big. Oh, you need to do this. So I started to become very um, down. I, I emotionally started to wear the self-doubt, not thinking I was enough. And I was like, I, I, I got to get out of here. So I left the bodybuilding industry. I was like, deuces. Like, so I'm like, oh my God, I don't have to get ready for a show. Cookies, <laughs> Oreos, potato chips. Favorite. <laughs> my favorite. I was like, let me devour in some of that. Oh my God. I literally went crazy. I think I gained like 10 pounds in one day. Wow. Like, yeah, I binged. I was like, oh my God. So, and I kind of lost my identity after a while. I was like, I was in the industry, the bodybuilding industry for eight years. So when I got out, I was like, kind of lost. Yeah. Yeah. So I was doing more takeout. Um, again, I, my meals were somewhat structured, but I was a very lax. And guess what, Ola? The weight just came on. It was 10 pounds, then 15 pounds, 20 pounds. And where did it all reside? In my midsection. I was like, man, I went from rock hard abs to now looking pregnant and I'm not carrying a baby. Like what's going on with my body, right? It was not a good look. So I dreadfully went to um, get an ultrasound and it was confirmed that that little bump was now four fibroids and the largest, the size of a grapefruit. Yeah. So I remember starkly what the doctor said, and he was like, you know, Phyllis, if you get surgery, if you get a myomectomy, you know, I can promise you they won't roll back for five years. I was like, what? You know, I did everything right. I worked out. I was in a bodybuilding. I'm a nurse and I still ended up with this. And now I'm here dealing with large fibroids and you're going to tell me that if I go through with surgery, they're not going to grow back for five years. How do you know that? How do you know that? that? And then I was like, why is this happening to me? And the doctor goes, oh, it's just something you got to deal with. It just happens a lot with black women. I was like, what? I was just so lost in translation. I was like, what does that even mean? And I decided I wasn't going to allow that to be my fate. So I was like, I got to get out of here. Like I left that doctor's office and I never went back. And I didn't know what I was going to do, Ola. I mean, I was like lost. I kept it to myself. I didn't want my parents to know. I didn't have any support. But I started to tap in and reflect on how I landed there. I thought about the food I was eating. I thought about the way that I worked out it was intense cardio, Pilates, 
squats, barbell lifting. I did all of that. And I thought about the lack of sleep that I was getting. I thought about the, 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 the missing pieces. And I started to tap in more on an emotional level. And the more I journaled, I developed that as a practice, the more I was able to develop some clarity and say, you know what? I really need to start embodying myself from a mental, emotional, spiritual aspect. And I started to listen to gurus like uh, Queen Afua. I started to tap into her. I started to tap into Joe Dispenza and really feel empowered with their teachings where I started to create my own. And one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to eat less meat. Um, I'm going to start stretching my my body and my mind and doing more uh, exercises to strengthen my pelvic floor. I'm going to continue journaling. I'm going to continue with these breathing exercises. So I created a whole womb healing practice and I followed that for about a year, um, about 11 to 12 months. And one day I woke up, I felt oozy, like I had a huge headache and uh, I ended up going to the bathroom. And um, later that night, I felt a lot better, like my energy was back and um, realized later that I passed a fibroid. <laughs> yeah. Oh past the fibroid. So somehow when I had a, a bowel movement, something, I didn't bother to look in the toilet, but later I got an ultrasound that confirmed um, not only was there calcification, but there were uh, less fibroids. It shrunk. And then the physical results of the fibroids continued as well as heavy bleeding went away. It went from eight days of a menstruation to three days with a moderate pad. Pain went away. My energy like went up. I, I mean, I started to feel more alive again and extremely euphoric where down the line, the physical results of the fibroids continue to follow suit as this was five years ago. Right. So I created the unique holistic practice as going hard in the gym and learning that the way that I was living played a huge role on the fibroid development. I had to learn and embody how healing needed to take place. So that's why I created this. And I feel that, um, Despite my decision not to go the surgery route, I coach many, many women that have went the surgery route. And one of our warriors, um, she's been in our program almost three years. We supported her through a myomectomy. Her fibroids were very large by the time she got to me. So she decided to go through with a myomectomy and it's been two years. There's no sign of fibroid growth, no sign. She's doing phenomenal. And she's been following this unique holistic program for the last, you know, almost three years to the T and no regrowth, no new fibroids. And we keep her accountable to this, this, this structured program. And the emotions that surface when you go under surgery 
is not high vibrational emotions. You have so many thoughts, so many concerns. What if this happens? What if that happens? Did I make the right decision? Along with going under anesthesia, how, what that does to your body slows everything down. The environment, hospital setting, it's it's very stressful. So your hormones are already going crazy, right? And then you go under, get the myomectomy, right? And sometimes the doctor may miss some fibroids. They may not get them all out, right? Yeah. And your emotions, the way you feel, your immune system is trying to protect you from getting an infection. That all of that is feeding more fibroid growth that may not be evident through the naked eye or through any type of imaging. So just know that what caused fibroids is not removed through a surgery. What caused fibroids to begin with is not removed through a surgery or a medication. So energetically, I want to tell you this, ladies, Ola, energetically, when it comes to feminism and what it means to be in our feminine divine self, when the uterus is picked on during surgery, plus the emotions that are resonating through your body, which are, could be very low, as well as your baseline health. You know, you've been stressed out, you know, like me, you're working multiple jobs, you're doing this. So your baseline is not the best. And then you're going through the surgery, right? All of that together can communicate to your uterus rejection, rejection, you know, and part of the, Physical characteristics of a uterus is nurturing, compassion, you know, feeling at home, but the uterus may feel rejected energetically. And is that a reflection of your upbringing? Is that a reflection of trauma, of you feeling rejected, not feeling enough in this world, right? I told you how I allowed these judges to tell me how I should look on stage and how I took it, took it in personally. And I was wearing the weight, stagnant energy that was allowing these fibroids to grow. So when you pick on the uterus, it can feel rejected. And that can add to the pelvic congestion that can progress the fibroid development. So we're all energy. Energy moves and never destroys. So just knowing that the importance of the right and unique food choices, the right and unique workouts and information that you need that can help you not have to go down this road again or even go down this road at all, right? Can make a major difference in fibroid prevention. And like I said, Ola, one of the biggest things that I see when it comes to women who are naturally trying to address fibroids um, is not knowing what to eat, not knowing what workouts to do, you know, you know, how to, what tea to drink, what vitamins, what supplements. Um, and they want to address this heavy bleeding. They want to get rid of the fibroids. They want to get rid of the bloating. And that is why I created the Unique Holistic Program. That is why, because I feel that 
it's a proven structured system that I had to go through all the ins and outs to get here. It's packaged to you. And it's a way to help your body restore homeostasis. We have to look at it from a cellular level because fibroids are fake cells. They're not, they're not something that can be addressed again through a surgery. They are fake disorderly cells. So if you start addressing it from a cellular perspective, that's, you can't lose. You cannot lose. And that's what the unique holistic program does. Customize meal plans, um, workouts. I know, Ola, you've seen my workouts. They're womb mm-hmm. wellness workouts. Um, I designed these workouts specifically for womb health, pregnancy, endometriosis, um, you know, um, adenomyosis, any womb issues that you're dealing with. These are the workouts to do as well as emotional regrounding sessions, knowing that a lot of your emotions from, you know, maybe miscarriages that you had, um, just dealing with a lot in life, you've had someone pass away, we cannot stay in that emotional frequency that long. You know, maybe, you know, uh, the body can do it short lived, but when it becomes your norm of being depressed, hopeless, it throws off homeostasis and your body will start to become diseased. And for most melanated women, once your mom, your mom has had fibroids, your environment is not the best. You're stressed out. You got, you're not eating the best. You are more likely to develop fibroids. Yes. But is it just because your mom had it? No, it's because of everything else that has been added to the equation. And I know many women ask, why is it just black women? Why is it just melanated women? We, we are, we vibrate different. We're so powerful. We absorb a lot of our environment and subconsciously because of our, the, the resonance of our melanin. This is electricity. Like we're, we're extremely magnetic and we have to realize how much power we have because these days I have a, a different vibe that I, that I, that I stay on. I know before I was dealing with a lot of self-doubt, I'm still dealing with a lot now, but most of the time I'm able to think of what my higher self would do. You know, when I'm dealt with something that's challenging, what would my higher self say? What would my higher self do? And that is my reminder to rise above. And that's what five way queen means. Rise above, you know, sit on my throne, fix my crown, realize my potential, realize how much power I have as a melanated African woman, right? And move in that direction, make decisions with that frequency, eat with that frequency, eat foods that match that frequency, right? Not junk food, that's low frequency, vibrate, vibrating fruits and veggies with vibrant colors. That's what I need to be on, right? Putting out that energy so I get it back. Positivity, stay in that zone as much as possible, right? We have our ups and downs. It's not gonna be every day, but for the most part, keep it on a high frequency, right? And my life's purpose is pretty clear to inspire and empower women to become better versions of of themselves as well as 
continuing to progress through their womb healing journey because I'm sitting on my throne more and more as I'm still healing, like it'll never stop and embracing the queen that I am as fibroid queen, rise above fibroids. Fibroids is that reminder, don't slip up, stay on track, right? That's a reminder for me, a name that has been very shameful and distasteful. You know, why would you name your, 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 your business a disease? This, you have trauma that is circulated around fibroids. You have to address that. I've already addressed it. I'm good. I've accepted what has happened to me. And we need to do more of that, accepting what life has thrown to us. Fibroids are not monsters. They are a sign, a physical sign of the chaos that's going on in your body, right? So let's get to the root of that. And stop, you know, messing with the superficial stuff. Let's get deep in the roots, your emotions, your 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 disconnection with your dad, your you know, you were raped as a child. Have you healed from that? Because you're still wearing it, right? Fibroids represents that. So this is my story, Ola, at Five Boy Queen. And I really, those that are listening, it's time to create your own unique story. And like, I'm going to go through more questions with you, Ola, but um, if this resonated with you, anything that I've shared, you know, definitely reach out at Five Boy Queen on all platforms. Instagram, I mostly live there, Ola, and I <laughs> um, established our relationship on Instagram. Facebook, TikTok, all of that. So yeah, Ola, that's pretty much my story. And that is why it's Fry Boy Queen. And what a story, Phyllis. Wow. <laughs> Listening to you, I just thought, wow, you have been through so much. But using all of that as a purpose and creating this amazing community now where you're not giving back to so many women across the globe. Well done. So inspiring. <laughs> because again, you know, it, it takes a lot to be able to yeah. do what you've done, right? Because yeah. you could easily go through all of that, find what has worked for you, and then kept it to yourself and just moved on. You, you've, mm. you've, you've mastered what works. You're okay. But you choosing yeah. to speak about it, yeah. raise awareness, educate people on a regular basis, and then create a community where you're providing ways to help other people. That is amazing. <laughs> it is so incredible, sis. And I really hope that uh, you know, you know, how, how much it means and what you're doing and inspiring globally because so many people have been touched by oh, your community you. and your products and your page because again, fiber is something, like you said, it impacts so many people. There is, I don't think there's any woman, if you don't have fiber, it's someone else in your family does. Yeah. That's the reality. Yeah. And, and to listen to you, to you, know, you listen, you actually saying that our emotions, our state of mind, our sleeping, our eating actually plays a role. I don't think we know that. Because we yeah. just think, well, it's fiber, it's nothing you can do. You have it, you have it, nothing you can do about it. So listening to you talking about less meat. And of course, I'm from Nigeria. 
-hmm. You know, if your plate is not filled with meat, it's like, what's going on? <laughs> you know, people even complain. You're just giving me two, just four? Is the meat done? Isn't that more meat in the pot? <laughs> right? So, and we don't realize that that's actually making things worse. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and the thing is, it's one thing, everyone has different triggers when it comes to fibroids. You know, like I know for me, it was more stress than it would be for meat. I, I was living, you know, we're raised, um, Ola, if you're not a nurse, a doctor, a pharmacist, mm -hmm. if you're not any of those things, <laughs> you, 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 it's like not having meat on the plate. Like, yeah. what is, what are you doing? You know? So yeah. there was, and I was the oldest, so there was a lot of pressure, Ooh. a lot yeah. of expectation that was placed upon me growing up. And I perceived it as pressure. It wasn't, I didn't release it. I was building up a lot of this energy that started to, you know, take home in my womb. So I know for me, it was stress. Now, someone else who is not as stressed, maybe it's, they eat meat every day, but they don't eat enough food, you know, they want to get pregnant, but they work two jobs, they're not getting enough sleep. Well, maybe the meat is making a huge difference because it takes a lot to digest meat. And not only that, you're constipated. You're not going to the bathroom. So the meat is rotting in you because you don't release to the, you know, you don't go to the bathroom regularly. So the, the chemicals that release in the meat in your body, yes, will cause chronic inflammation for this women, right? So everyone is going to be different. But I would say if you're just starting your fibroid elimination path, Definitely tap in with me. You need that support. But what we will do is gradually adjust things. I am not one to say, remove meat right away. No, because if you are not replacing it, you will end up being short and your body will reject any pregnancy, right? Because it's not feeling comfortable. It's not feeling like it's in a environment that it's um, safe because you're not safe. So you're, when it comes to, you know, fertility and you may not be walking, you may not have all what you need for your cells to function. You're a big cell. There's trillions of cells in you. So we, we need intricate parts to make up that cell. So if your body is running low, it'll refuse any pregnancy. So you more, if you see it, it may look like a miscarriage if you see it, right? Cause you can be pregnant and two, three weeks, you lose it, right? Um, energy is low. You're losing a lot of weight too fast. You're constantly tired. So those are all signs that, you know what, your diet is where it's not where it needs to be. So we have to be aware. And that's what I do as a nurse to help uh, the women is really help them connect the dots between the doctor's appointments because the labs are off. Doctor doesn't realize that these labs are affecting the way the body runs mm -hmm. and that leaves the body more in stress, more fibroid growth. Many women, I'm sure you've, you've seen this, Ola, even yourself, you know, we, I've been very low in vitamin D. I don't know how long and no one oh, said yeah. anything to me. No mm -hmm. one, no one told me knowing and not knowing that was affecting my immune system. Hormone D it's not a, even a vitamin. It's a hormone. It's that important. And us as melanated women are running low on hormone D. And that is affecting 
the development, the strength of our immune system. And a weak immune system will give you not only fibroids, but other diseases down the line. So yes. Wow, so important. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, We definitely need more awareness about that. And like you said, vitamin D, we don't know. I, I was told like many black people are actually deficient in it. Like people, yeah. you, you kind of assume that you, it's not a problem. Yeah. So I think that with fibroids, they give, there's a lot of misconception around it. And of yeah. course, people are really afraid of it as much as it's yeah. really common. We're really afraid of it. Like, it's almost like you hear that you have fibroids and you think, oh, maybe, I, maybe, maybe this is going to affect my fertility. Maybe, yeah. you know, this, so when we hear about if we if someone is listening and has just been mm-hmm. diagnosed with fibroids, should they be afraid, or what should they be yeah. doing now? Given you know, having just found out that they not they have fibroids. Yeah, that's a very good question, and that's a normal reaction, right? Is fear, right? Not knowing what it is, and I want to alleviate some of those fears because the more you know, the more comfortable you may feel. And just know that fibroids are literally bumps. They can be big bumps, little bumps. And your uterus has played the role of a garbage dump. So these bumps encapsulate things that need to release out of your body, like garbage, toxins, accumulate on your uterus. So if you think garbage, you think of waste. How do you get rid of it? If your diet is garbage, you eat fast food, right? Eating late at night, that's not going to help, right? So you think of the foods that are going to help get rid of the garbage. You think about the movements, unique workouts, not just going to the gym and working out hard, right? Like I did, and, and still the fibroids grew, but working out intentionally, embracing your feminine parts, right? strengthening your pelvic floor, relieving the congestion so that the garbage dump doesn't fill up, right? And then you think about what you need to think on a daily basis. So research shows that a lot of our thoughts are negative. Oh, I can't do that. Oh, I'm too lazy. Oh no, I'm, you know, we, we constantly are communicating to our body low frequency emotions. So the body's like, she doesn't regard me anymore. She doesn't care about me. My, the uterus is like, I'm not getting any circulation. You're stressed out all the time. So your body is going to pay more attention to your brain and your heart. The uterus is very last on the list. When your body is in survival mode, there's no attention given to the uterus. Your body will focus on the vital organs. So the uterus starts to collect garbage and feels rejected and it forms fibroids to protect itself because it doesn't feel safe because you don't feel safe in this world whether you realize it or not what you're communicating from your mind to your body is not on a high frequency accord Unless you wouldn't have fibroids, you wouldn't have any type of disease if you were resonating high and your body was able to harmonize with this environment, but that's not the case. So a woman that's listening to this, that just found out she has fibroids, just think of a garbage dump. You're ready to take out the garbage. 
So let's get rid of the garbage food, the garbage boyfriend, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Adjust to the the job that is is producing garbage within your feelings, right? Find a way to release what you cannot change, right? You take in, let it out, take a walk, right? Get some clarity, join a group, Womb Wellness Community on Facebook for other, you can see other women that are doing the damn thing, you know, living an active lifestyle, managing, getting rid of fibroids. Secondly, I would encourage you to schedule a call with me, learn more, right? Surround yourself around doers, people that you want to be like, right? Evaluate who you surround yourself with, right? Because that's going to be a reflection of you. Start tapping in to the energy you're giving, right? You, you put, you're not doing what you need to do for yourself. Lack of self-care, you know, everyone else is first. Well, mm -hmm. that's not going to help right? You have to put yourself first, take time to breathe, yoga. So three things that you can start today. There's no joy in soy. So if you're taking in soy, tofu, limited. If you can get rid of soy, because it can play a huge role in estrogen dominance and it can possibly add to the fibroid development depending on how your body baseline is. So limit because the soy, because there's no joy in soy too. There's no fairy and dairy, no fairy and dairy. <laughs> it just brings you chronic inflammation. That's all it's going to bring you. There's no, no milk, you know, the, 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 the typical standard, uh, diet, you know, drink your milk, have your breakfast. That's mm -hmm. all set up, all a setup for you to get on the path of chronic disease. Wow. So get rid of the dairy, go dairy free. There's so many dairy free options out there. And then third, stop beating the meat. Okay. <laughs> so if you eat meat seven days a week, just lower it, you know, four days, three days, you know, just just a little bit, moderation. And just start off doing those three things can be a major game changer, especially when it comes to PMS symptoms. So, yeah. Thank you. That's really, really <laughs> helpful because we don't realize those things, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is why knowing you is such a blessing, right? Because yeah. again, you really just think, I mean, look at the milk. That's what yeah. we've been thought, right? Like you got to yeah. drink milk, you need your calcium, yeah. everybody needs milk. So you keep, you know, drinking it and not realizing what it's doing to you. And even the soy, because that became really trendy at some point. And right. everyone's saying, oh, soy is the way to go. Um, so thank you for sharing that. Yeah. What about for people that have already had a surgery? Because yeah. again, you highlighted the fact that just because we've done a surgery doesn't mean it can grow back. Mm -hmm. Can they still reach out to you? Absolutely. I, I would say, honestly, Ola, a lot of my um, warriors in the community have had surgery okay. um, as, you know, the path that I chose is not really advocated, right? You can't research it. So I am coming from a place that 
where there's no research that backs up what I've been able to do. So we have to learn that the standard way of things is not always the best way. And it may not be the right way for you right now, maybe later, but you have to realize that many women have chosen to go the standard way because that's what they were told to do. Um, they didn't know, you know, there was another way. So many of my, uh, the warriors are, have had surgery and I would say another good chunk of them have never had any surgery. They're looking to shrink and eliminate fibroids naturally. So I have, um, usually most kind of sit on, on that spectrum, either they had surgery or they haven't. So yes, they can come and really learn how to prevent from this being another surgery, because I'm sure you don't want to become a human zipper, Mm -hmm. right? And you want to learn the tools to get your body, get your cells to function properly. So the, the fibroid development does not continue to happen. So yes, I do help them as well. Okay. Wonderful. Good to know. And of course, I know that people that have listened today will be sharing with their friends and family uh, and will want to know how to reach out to you. What's the best way to reach you to discuss yeah. more? Thank you, Ola. So if you stop by Instagram at Fiveway Queen, you're either going to be smiling, dancing, <laughs> or like writing down yes. your notes. <laughs> Because I always keep it high vibrational. I mean, this can be very depressing. And Mm -hmm. for me, I I, I don't want to continue to relive the the depression, the suffering of fibroids, but really showcase the empowerment, taking action, you know, feeling like, you know what, I can do this, smiling, laughing. That's the energy that I want you to have as you visit, um, my page on Instagram at five weight queen and learn, learn what you need to know. As Ola said, there's a lot of information that we've been conditioned to believe, but may not be cultivating our journey. So we have to learn, you know, unlearn and relearn a lot of the things we grew up with. I know my parents, they did their best (laughs) Mm -hmm. and they are conservative African parents. And I was raised a very shy, quiet girl. So just to think I came from that to this it required a lot for me to get out of my comfort zone and really tap in, change my environment. I moved away to another state from my parents, like not from them, but I had, this is what I had to do in order to, to, to move to get to where I am here talking with you. So environment is huge. Um, at five boy queen, I have a free group on Facebook. If you just want information on, you know, where, what, what else you can do wound wellness community on Facebook, but you're ready to, you may be ready to move forward and take action and learn more about this to see if this unique holistic program is for you, then tap in fiveboyqueen.com and and, and schedule a chat with me. So yeah. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing. And just to confirm, I mean, I know this already, but just for people listening, uh, if they want to join and schedule the calls with you and, um, be on your program they can do this from anywhere across the globe is that right yeah that's such a good question anywhere so I really had to revamp a lot of my um live workouts because you get live workouts with me but I have the understanding that we're all in different time zones so I have adjusted my program so that way you can get on-demand workouts as well you know pre-recorded yes so (laughs) 
yeah, I surface, I, I service women all over the globe. Yes. Okay. That's good to know. Really helpful. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we spoke a lot about fibroids here, but I know that you also help women with other conditions as well. So just as we are, we have people listening, uh, women with other conditions. I mean, you mentioned adenomyosis earlier. Uh, any other conditions that if people have it, they can also reach out to you for a call and um, see how you can help them? Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of the other um, types of womb challenges are really more so cousins. You know, Mm -hmm. they may look the same, but they act different, right? So hormonally, my program will address where your hormones are and help them harmonize with the environment. So your results may look differently based on where you are, but um, definitely I um, coach women who have endometriosis, adenomyosis, um, as well as a couple of women in our, in our program, at least right now are pregnant. They never, they never thought they could become pregnant, but being in my program, they've been in the program, I would say at least two years. So I just trained one of our, um, our woman today. She's uh, how many weeks? I think she's like 14 weeks um, (laughs) pregnant. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, she was able to go through the womb wellness workout and is definitely modified, you know, based on the trimester and things like that. But Mm -hmm. um, helping women, you know, alleviate the issues, the challenges so that their womb can, you know, be free and open to bringing another human being once it feels right is an amazing, amazing feeling. So fertility has been another big one where I've been able to support women through, especially with fibroids. Sometimes, you know, they, they're labeled as high pregnancy, I mean, high risk Mm -hmm. and, you know, different things that come along with that, but just to help them provide relief and help their body adjust has been powerful. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of most of the women that I help. And I also help women who are trying to prevent fibroids. They may not even have the diagnosis, right? These are just regular working women who have some hormonal challenges. They're not losing weight. Um, They're having trouble with their gut. I also help those women too. And, you know, those are without fibroids. So that's kind of the the array of um, avatars that I support. Amazing. Thank you for sharing that. That's really important for people to know because you just never know, even if you don't have fibroids, there's so many other conditions that you can help with. So thank you for sharing that. Uh, It it has been amazing having you on here, um, Phyllis. But before we wrap up, I just wonder, is there anything else that you'd like to share uh, with any of our listeners today? Yeah, I would love so much already. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I would love to leave you with this. And for you listening, you know what, get your notebook, your pen, and really write out what you want in your life. Like if fibroids wasn't in the way, or if it's, if you didn't have any other health challenges, like, you know, no excuses, what would you want for your life? You know, what would be your mission, your vision, your wants, your desires, right? I would write that all out. And you know, breathe on it, meditate on it, and continue to read what you wrote out 
and believe you can move in that direction and your body will start to move with you. So do not allow fibroids or any other health challenges health challenges to determine your fate. Um, because at the end of the day, we have more control, more power than we think, but we just have to realize it. And let's start by cleaning out our mind, dumping it all on paper, right? Cleaning out the garbage, moving your body uniquely, taking in high vibrational food, and our body will start to resonate higher. And hopefully you'll start to see the results and feel better. But I'm here. If you are ready to move, like you're ready to get started with the Unicolista program, tap in, learn more at Friday Queen. Thank you so much. Thank you, Phyllis. <laughs> it has been amazing. Like I know that people right now have got pen and paper, right? <laughs> Noting down all the gems that you have dropped in this session today. Really well done. And thank you. Because we, many of us are walking around with the wrong information and we are mm -hmm. just eating the wrong foods. We, I mean, even with fibroids, we just think, well, you have fibroids, you have fibroids, nothing you can do, yeah. right? And you don't actually realize that there's so much within your past, so much you yeah. can do, right? So having you share that information today is really, really helpful. And I know that so many women and even men, men mm -hmm. be able to help their partners, they'll be able to, you know, men can contact you and sign up for their partners, their sisters, <laughs> their friends, right? Because again, when you have women that are healthier, that the wombs are healthier, then as a friend, as a sister, that's a happier friend or happier sister, right? There you go. There you go. Absolutely. Even when it comes to sexual, you know, sexual health, intimacy, how that exactly. all plays a role. So I feel like a lot of men, you know, when they notice that, that could become a challenge. You're like, okay, where do we sign her up? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Let's get this sorted. <laughs> yeah, let's get this going because you you interrupt him, you know. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what our men need, right? They just need something to like, all right, let me get this done so that way you know this is sorted and we are good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank exactly. you. Thank you so much, Phyllis, for all that you're doing. Again, for choosing to share because you know, anything that has to do with our female reproductive parts, there's so much stigma attached to it, so much taboo. So, you know, you choosing to share your story, you choosing to share what has worked for you, you choosing to continually speak on this is really helping to change everything. Mm -hmm. you're, you're helping to destigmatize this whole area, right? People are more open mm -hmm. to share because when people hear you come to your page, see you talking about it so freely, they're like, well, maybe it's not something I need to be ashamed of. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should be able to talk about this. Maybe I should talk mm -hmm. to my friends, talk to my sisters. Maybe I should reach out to Phyllis and sign up on the program. So thank you for what you're doing. I hope you know that you're really, really changing things across the globe. Thank right. you. You know, you're, you're filling my cup right now. No, really. Like I, I think I need to let you know. It is huge, right? Because again, we just, within our community, we don't speak a lot about these things. We don't right. share this important information. So thank you for choosing to share and thank you for changing the game, right? Wow. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you. you. you know, the, impact, the impact of what you're doing is going to leave beyond you after long gone. 
right? That's the reality of this, mm. right? Because you open up that conversation, you open up that space, you make it safe to speak, yeah. to share, you make it safe to know that you can, you're empowered, you can do things, you can change how your body is. Because we don't know that. We always feel so powerless, right? You just think, well, I just got to take the drugs. The drugs escape me. I just got to do this. But you don't realize that perhaps there are other things that you can do with that or perhaps other paths. So thank you so much for all that you're doing, for choosing them, for agreeing to come on here today to empower us and educate us and share so much information and change some of the wrong information that we already have in our minds. <laughs> and let that us know part. the right way. Yeah. So... Thank you again so much, Phyllis, for all that you're doing. Uh, you're such a blessing to us in this, in the entire trying to conceive community, in the fiber community, mm -hmm. for all the women across the globe. And again, even all men as well. Thank you for being such a blessing. We're really, really blessed to have you. You're such a light. And thank you for all that you're doing. Oh, this, this means so much, Ola. Thank you guys for listening. And I, I hope that you, you, you're able to take something away from this and, I get Ola for you to open this up. Let's go. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And we look forward to having you again in the near future. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us this week on the Fertility Conversations podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star rating and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at Fertility Conversations. If there are any topics you would like to have discussed, please send an email to fertilityconversations at gmail.com. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. Thank you again for listening. Take care of yourself and do stay hopeful.